welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Finn. Guys, this is part two of my conversation with Mr. J.V. Torres. Yes, one of my favorite authors. So let's take a moment out and we'll be right back. So, all right, you know, we're talking about where this book ends and where the podcast begins, but okay, what made you say, you know, let's put this on paper as opposed to just doing a prequel, you know, go ahead and doing a prequel on podcasts? Well, because uh, one thing is I want to make a series of books. Okay. Right? I don't want this to be one. I don't want it to just be one book. So I want the I want the subsequent books to be about other areas of the podcast and the storyline, okay. the timeline of the. So going back to the beginning, okay, showing Silas in his military uh, right. days. Right. gives you it gives you uh, background stories if you haven't gotten to the part with John with um, with um, um, Capone not yet you know you'll 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 notice these you'll, you'll become you'll, you'll you'll see some familiar names right you'll notice right. Capone you'll notice uh, Oreb you'll notice Vargas you'll notice if you read in chapter one Anna Patricia Shelley's in there right right so. Uh, you start recognizing some of you'll recognize some of the some of the names right from the show right because of course yeah. my my favorite president to I have a love hate relationship for those that don't know with President Way. Um, <laughs> he starts off right off too. Yeah, he starts it, off right there. He's he's right there. So I think I love that we get to see those origins. Yes, and so for somebody who's not familiar with the show, mm-hmm. who reads this book, let's say I've never even listened to a single episode of of the Rise of King Silas, where they were they're reading this book, they're they the, the 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 idea is they're going to become invested in these characters. They're going to see the where right. it all began, and as a as the show as this as the book concludes, you're already in the show, right. And, but when you listen, like, so let's say you finish the book and you never listen to the show. So you finish, you put down the book, you finish the book, and then you start the show, you will become familiar. You right off the bat, you're going to be familiar with what's going on. Okay. You see? And so that was the, the, the idea of it is for somebody who has never had any contact with this story to all of a sudden when they finish go on to the show and be like okay I'm right in the middle of it and for somebody who's already listened to every episode to go back mm-hmm. and read about the origins of it all is going to be like it's 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 going to be something it's kind of like what the Star Wars people did you know when they went back and did episodes 1, 2, and 3 like you get to see the stories that led up to you know the Empire Strikes Back and all that stuff and right. that was the that's the reason why I did it this way because the next book I write that I've already started doing the outline for is going to take place continuing on in, in season one and, and on 
because there's a lot of question marks there. Yeah. Question marks for for the average listener. It's just question marks there for the <laughs> really, really like they're deeply, deeply into the story. There's those fans. And then there's me. Right. Right. I want to explore a lot of these stories too. Right. So uh I yeah, you know, I've spent years building this world. I don't see any reason why I should stop. I agree. Why 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 not? This you actually do great at world building. I, I have to take my hat off to you. This is something you do absolutely amazing at world building. And you know what else is I'm not stopping as you know, I'm not stopping with books. I'm making movies. Right, right. And and so, and, uh, and, and that's <laughs> the cool part is You've been making the movies. Anyone that's not following him on Patreon, you need to follow him on Patreon because you give so much exclusive content on Patreon. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. So I'm trying to up Annie because I'm getting more and more patrons now. And so I, I, I feel like I need to produce more exclusive content because there are more patrons, there are more patrons signing up, and, and one of the things cool that, that's one of the things that I'm doing, like with with Eviscerate, which is the story of Asylus, it takes place. Now, here's another thing: we were talking about timelines before, right? The movie, the film, the 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 feature that I'm doing, Eviscerate, takes place in season two. Okay. So, in, in much the same fashion as the book does, where it gives you context, it gives you like a, like a backstories season and in season two there's stuff that's going on that you don't there's like missing pieces like not necessarily missing pieces but there's like things that should you should be curious about and there's some curiosities right right when i wrote eviscerate i wrote it for that in mind i wrote it for like there are things that are mentioned in the film that the people who love the show will be like I know exactly what is going on. I know exactly what they're talking about. The inferences are so blaring. Right. But the casual person who has no idea what's going on about King of Silas is watching this movie. Excuse me. Is watching this movie. is going to be like, they're just watching this This movie. It's fascinating. It's just action. There's fighting. There's all this stuff going on. Special effects. Like, who are these guys? Right. You know, and, and so I made the film that way. And, and so that's why it's taken me so long to to complete this film. I'm almost done with it now, actually. Uh, I'm working with a new editor now uh, that's helping me with the editing piece, and he's fantastic. He's a lot more talented than <laughs> he realizes. <laughs> he's a really young guy. But uh, once he once he's done, once he's he's got this film under his belt, he's going to be uh, pretty well sought after. But anyway. Wow. Going back to the story, um, in Eviscerate, it's, it's a different beast when you're doing a film. Because okay. you try to, try to do a film like, you know, it's long process, actors and crew, and it's, it's expensive as all heck. <laughs> it's really expensive. Yeah. But uh, in the end, we're going to have a really fantastic movie that we're going to be able to share um, that is going to have so many good things. You're going to get to see the character. You see the actor who plays Silas, who's not me, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. There were a lot of people disappointed that I wasn't going to play the king in the yes, action. Yes, I, 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 I am disappointed because, I mean, you've been the voice, for those that don't know, you've been the voice of Asylus for a very long time. 
I know, I know. But to direct it, to write it, and to star in it, that was that was a little bit too much. And plus, a Silas is a very physically, it's a physically demanding role. You know, he does right. karate. He, I don't know anything about karate. He's jujitsu. You know, he's he's extremely, he's a violent dude. Okay. And so, I, although I can play the role really well through the voice, to actually get into fights with people. <laughs> So, so you're not you're not you're not uh, going out there and and hiring the people from the Matrix to do the choreography, the fight choreography. I did pay for a choreographer. It was extremely expensive to get a choreographer, but I just wasn't physically able to do the to do the role. Right. And so, um, but by some miracle chance, uh, one of actually a close friend of mine who had acted in a couple of films before approached we, he we were working together on a different project that he did with me a, a crisis counselor i don't know if you ever saw that short movie or not right you did see crisis counselor yes okay so on that you know the guy the boyfriend who got killed that's the guy who's playing king of silas oh wow he's really yeah. good though yeah and he's he's like he's built for it he's got the you know, he's got the beard, you know, he looks like a king. He would, he would look like what King of Silas would look like. So, um, I was meeting with my buddy, Adrian, who I originally casted to play Capone. Okay. But he, but he couldn't commit to it. So I, I hired John Doby. But anyway, we're, we're having breakfast one day and he's like, you know, have you ever thought about Tony playing the king? And I'm like, no, it never, it never crossed my mind. He's like, you should think about it. And so we did, I did think about it. And then I, did a screening with him and I was from day from that one first screen. I knew this was the guy that could play the King. He's a, he's a black belt in jujitsu. You know, he's physically fit. He looks the part. He was just perfect for this role. Mm. It was a no brainer for me. And he's a close friend. So I'm like, yeah, and he's a decent, he's a good actor. He took, took a little bit. Of, he's a decent actor. I really had to co not coach him so much as try to guide him. Okay, you know, and just let him be who he is, and I think that's the way I was. Able, I've been able to get the best that I can get out of him, and I think I think movie audiences are going to love him as King of Silas. There's not going to be any issue, but I will tell you one thing. Mm -hmm. I do I do voice Beals. Oh, in the movie, so I am in the movie as as an actor. I'm just playing the devil. Ah. Mm-hmm. Aha, aha. Yes. <laughs> See, I keep telling you guys, I get exclusive content. Sometimes you just got to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be fun playing the devil. You know, I, I some of the best dialogues that I've written and I've had the most fun writing has been between the king and the devil. So. Yeah, yeah and I think that was one of the things is that when he's hearing these voices and he is talking and he's talking, um, you know, but then you realize it's a dream and he's screaming in his sleep and yeah, it's there, there's, there's a thing. I'm not going to let out any more spoilers. I, I, yes, I am fully invested in this book. Uh <laughs> That's the number one question I get from, from fans of the show is, is he, is the devil real? Is he really talking to him or is it in his head? Right. And I, and I, I, I'm, and I'm like, if you're, if you're in season six of this and you're still asking that question, you're not paying attention. <laughs> you're definitely not paying attention. You're definitely not paying attention. 
You can't be in season six and still ask if the, if the devil is real or not. You just can't. No, yeah. Even at that. Yeah. I think that's that's the one thing is that, you know, but this is what I mean with each season is its own story. Yeah. Because it's like, I'll you know. I'll tell you what, for those people, but see, here's the thing, uh, Queen, Queen Penn, the, for people like that, because this is something that nags at me a little bit as a writer, is that I tried so hard to make it obvious, but for right. some people it isn't, you know? And so I'm waiting for like, it's it's happy like that. in this in this upcoming um, in this uh, next episode episode eighty nine as we're recording this, I haven't released eighty nine yet. If you still if you still do not believe or think that the devil is real, or, or if you or if you think he is real or no don't think he's real, that question will be answered with such like like blaring truth like this you you will know the answer in this in this episode. It's right. Like, so you guys no have to pay attention. No, more no spoilers. No, you you guys. I'm not going to gonna, gonna tell you the answer. You, I'm not going to tell you the answer. But I will tell you that when you listen to episode 89, you will know the answer. There will be no question about it anymore. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think you know. I think for for me, it was to watch the change in a Silas. Oh yeah. That I think from season one to season four was the hugest change, you know. Let me ask you: Did you like him in season one? I I loved him in season one. I loved did him in like- season one, and he became questionable to me in season three. In season, uh huh. And then season four was like, really? Are we really doing this? And and I, I fought so hard to stay out of your inbox. Trust me. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I said, maybe I got inundated. I was like, uh, he is going to think this girl from New York is nuts if I stay in his <laughs> inbox. But no, I mean, in the beginning, I I it was like, okay, this poor guy, he's on the throne, he's got so much going on, and he's got all these, you know, it it almost dare I say, gave me kind of a Reagan-esque uh, feel in season one where it wasn't so much him, but it was the people around him. Um, and then, you know, as the seasons progress, it was, oh, yeah, no, this is definitely him. You know, it's so funny. Like, I've had, I've had some really epic battles on Reddit, specifically Reddit. Really? There were a few on Twitter, but uh, on Reddit specifically, where people literally were calling me like a fascist sympathizer and all this other oh stuff. Oh my gosh. And, and I literally had to be like, listen, do you really think, you really think, you really think I'm, I'm like, in this story that, that I'm like writing something that's glorifying fascism like you really think that because if you think that you're not listening to the show dude (laughs) you know what it is i i I, and i i hate to say this but i think a lot of people you know they grab onto a catchphrase and they don't know what it really means it's kind of like everybody sits up there and now the new phrases are narcissist and gaslighting and it's like you know Mm -hmm. uh, like somehow using those words makes them smart or something 
Yeah, and it's like... Does it have one up on you or something? And it's like, you're gaslighting me. No, I'm not gaslighting ah. you. I'm actually telling you the truth. You just don't want to hear all you it. Do, all you got to do in those cases is just ask them what they mean by that. Yeah. They'll literally shut down. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I, I, if I'm feeling really snarky, it's just like, spell it. Just, just, just spell it. <laughs> spell it, yeah. But yeah, well, um, yeah. Um, so I think some of those battles went. Some of those battles were 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 they weren't worth my time, really. Right. But I always have like people defending me, and like people like defending the show, and be like, "JV, you got to jump on here and get into this." These people are saying these things, terrible things about you personally because of the show, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna come. I'm not gonna go down into the gutters with these people because. Right. Well, they're they're faceless. They're nameless. Right. And, you know. And you know, they're gonna people, take them an easy target or something. Yeah, and and some people just let's let's be real. Some people get on a troll or because they're feeling bored and they have nothing to do and they just want to, you know, start something and see how many people they can get stirred up and. I think know. I got one really. I got one really angry one time. Are you sure you're not like some ex girlfriend of mine? And you mad about something I did to you? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, are you just trolling me? Are you just some, like, ex that just wants to have an axe to grind with me? Come on. That That's... I, nobody, can, nobody can feel that bitter about me, you know? Like, I, I don't even know you. And I think that's the real... I, I think that's the one thing. It's like, well, some people get become so invested in something they don't know about. And it's uh, like, okay. They make a lot of assumptions. Right, right. And it's like, you know... Even I think one time you and I were talking and you were talking about how, uh, you know, I think you guys had gone to Starbucks and you were listening to your voice actors talk and you were just saying, like, it was funny to listen to them have these general conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is, you know, when people are outside of that, you may know the voices, but now you're assuming that that person is, the person that they play. Mm-hmm. Because- well, I mean, there is one. There is one, and that's Steve Fisher, who plays Lord Orib. Right. And ever since John Doby died, he calls me regularly. I mean, we talk all the time. Right. And it's and I feel weird sometimes. I'm gonna I'm gonna confess this on your show. <laughs> it's not that I have anything weird. It's that sometimes it feels. It's like I'm a silent and he's playing Orb. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I feel that, like, dude, like we're not acting the show right now. <laughs> yeah. But it feels like we are. Right. And and, so, and I yeah, I, I get that. But I think sometimes people become so invested, and I mean, we see it with actors, actresses. We see it with music artists and people all of a sudden assume that they know a person because yeah. of what they've seen or heard or, you know, so yeah, I, I truly, truly get that. So it's just like, yeah, no, I, 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 I totally understand what you're, what you're getting at. But I totally, I, I enjoy when I get a chance. I, when I talk to Layla Bonet, for example, I, I, I love talking to Steve. He's a great guy. Um, there's a lot of, there's not too many though. There's not too many voice actors that I talk to regularly. Right. Even though we're in shows together, even though, you know, there's, you would think that from the the shows, you know, we know each other intimately or, or 
very closely, but we don't. And no, but yeah, that's the crazy part because I think what is it? A few of them actually work with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I and, you know some that I wish that I could I could develop. I, I've some that I've actually tried to develop like a friendship with, but they just like. Yeah, I don't have time right now. I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. You know, I'm a you know, I'm a big man. I can handle myself. I'm cool. I could take it. I could take a rejection. Yeah. <laughs> no. And that's so weird to me too. It's like, okay, you know, we've only won a couple of award shows so doing this program together. I, I just you know, just want to say hey hello. You know, just, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. So for those that don't know, you are a three time Latin podcast award winner. Yeah, um, and you know, found out that your friend uh, Angelica won four times. She won four times. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, and you've also won for film. I've won a number of of awards for film uh, for my short films, and I have one on Amazon. So, if any of your listeners are uh, have Amazon and would like to watch a film that is based in the King of Silas world. Film is called The Beggar. I'll send you the link, and maybe you can put that in the description so that people can watch that. Right. So, now, I will tell you a little funny thing about Amazon. Um, they're really particular about certain things. There was uh, one part of the movie I had to edit out. So the original, the director's cut or whatever you want to call it, it's, right. it's like like another minute or two longer. But I had, to, I had to edit out those two minutes because Amazon is very, very strict about kinds of things you put on the screen right and this this specifically had to do with websites because there was a part of the film where i was encouraging the audience to um you know look for information about homeless veterans because the, the, the film is about homelessness and there's a homeless veteran in the film mm-hmm. uh, and it was just by you know like veterans.org or something like that it was just something benign where you know just like to get information to help homeless homeless people it was a it, and that i think Part of, that was part of the reason why I won awards for this because it's 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 a good action movie, it's a drama movie, but at the same time, like I wanted to you know get some, uh, in, get some like uh, what's the word I'm looking for, attention. For, yeah, you know, for attention to make, the homeless. Yeah, problem. make uh, make people aware of the the issues we have around homelessness in in the United States. Right. So but Amazon didn't care. So I had to edit that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But the everything else is the same. Everything else is fine. It's it's got a really nice battle scene in it that I think people like uh with some soldiers. Um and there there it's really this is one of the funny part in there where they're singing a song and they're talking about the king, you know? And so there's like references made to the king, but it isn't about King of Silas. Right. right. They're like the, the, the newsreaders on there. You know, Tom Novak is in there, you know? So it's like little things that people that are fans of the show would will get, like catch, will catch these little things. And they're like, Oh, that's the guy from the show. I, I know that voice, you know? Right. And I think that's, that's, that's the good thing is that you're always bringing everything kind of full circle. Yeah. It's always no full doubt. circle. So, yeah. And, and and I think you you would remember this. It's kind of like on a different world when they said they could say the word condom, but they couldn't show a condom or you could show a condom, but you couldn't <laughs> say the word condom. I didn't know that Amazon was still of that mindset 
Well, you can there, say yeah. that there's a website, but you can't show the website. Right. They're tricky about that. And, not, you know, the, whatever, they have their rules. I, I met whatever their criteria was, and they and it's on Amazon. So I can't complain that much. You know, I got buddies that are like, how did you get your movie on Amazon, man? I want to get mine on there. I'm like, well, you know, just, it didn't, that didn't happen in a day. It took me a couple of months going back and forth with them. Yeah, but, well, uh, I mean, the thing is, I will say this. It's really about putting yourself out there. Really, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that this is what you want to do. You want to have some sort of momentum and, you know, it's really about taking that first step. And that's really what you did. You took the first step and you said, hey, I want my movie on Amazon. I mean, you and I, I think this is what our, our what? Third, fourth, fifth interview? I think it's our third between you and I. We were on another show with Angelica. Right. And then I had you also with Sergey. Yes, and then we did one with Sergey. So, yeah, so it's like three or four or something. Yeah, so it's like three or four. And and like I said, this really started with just you saying, hey, I want to get on a podcast. And it was like, okay, well, I've been looking to get some guests on. And it's really about taking that first step because, and accepting a nose. Not everybody is going to be for you. Not everybody. I mean, even you saying, you know, this is your fifth version of this book mm-hmm. you know um so even saying having people quit on you so i i love the fact that you are continuing you know this dare i say amazing world um again <laughs> with us without because it was like when you said you were thinking about ending the series and i was like okay He's going to drop me like a hot rock. I cannot have this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I think I will make one other uh, announcement. I think I might have mentioned this to the patrons that um, I'm going to do a series called it's it's part of the King of Silas series. They're called the Lost Episodes nice. where I'm going to make like anywhere between nine to 12 episodes mm-hmm. and they are going to be they're in the timeline and they're not part of, they're going to be, you know, spread out between the seasons and they're only going to be available on Patreon. Nice. I'm only going to maybe, I might release like a minute or two teasers for people to be like, look, remember this part of season three? Yeah. Well, there's more to that story. I got a whole two episodes on it, but you got to be a patron to listen. So you keep bringing up your Patreon. Tell people what your Patreon tiers are because your Patreon tiers are reasonable. I, yeah, so the, 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 the first one is the, the dollar, one dollar. Right. Um, they call, call it the trickle. Um, so basically for a dollar, you get access, early access to everything. All my episodes that are, that are dropped early, you get to listen to them before anyone else. You get to see a lot of BTS, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, all of my other projects, including the unknown and mysterious creatures. I don't know if you've been listening to that or not, <laughs> but uh, you should give it a shot. It's really, it's in the vein of some of the stuff that I do. It's just, it's storytelling right. about unknown creatures, like, you know, Bigfoot, stuff like that. Right. Um, 
so you'll get access to all those before anyone else does all the videos that come with those i, I release those on there uh and some and if, even for like uh those exclusive episodes you'll get access to those now there are some like parts like there's some episodes of the curiosities that i'm going to release for right. all patrons and okay. then some you're only gonna you're only gonna be able to access at three dollars and up so once you're once you reach if you're if you go in as a three dollar tier then you'll get access to more stuff like for example the book so if you're a three dollar tier patron you'll get a copy signed copy of the book plus you know, a little goodie here and there now if you have you know the five or the seven or even the, the vip the twelve dollar ones those people are going to get like they're going to get like pillows and you know t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that really right. all the good stuff being you know a vip they're gonna get like the major yeah yeah the ways that I have posters but i'll get posters to like the lower tiers and stickers and things like that yeah so really it's just however much you want to put in and i and i appreciate even the dollar ones believe me I'll, it's not like you're not going to get anything you are but there's going to be some things that i'm going to put on there that only people at three dollars or five dollars and up are going to get so yeah, you guys are hearing if you are not part of the Patreon, one of the reasons I push Patreon or coffee or any of those is because guess what? When we just do podcasting, um, if we make anything, it's not usually a lot. Um, and we still do have to pay the bills. <laughs> I know. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm grateful for whatever I get from the patron the patrons because that helps pay for like uh hosting if you know because i have to have the shows on there right. um not free i don't do anchor i do it on butt sprouts and that has that's a that's a monthly cost so whatever i get from right. the patron i you know that goes towards that it goes towards you know anything related to it was youtube because there's there's things involved with that production and of course in historically they've helped me pay for voice actors so yeah, and and that's really what it is. In other words, in, in a show like yours, you're definitely going to have to pay for people to be voice actors. You're going to have to pay, you know, um, sometimes you're having to pay for editing. And one thing that no one recognizes, guys, you're listening to this on the internet. Internet isn't free. How <laughs> <laughs> by a long shot. Internet is not free. So in order for us to get it to you, we have to pay for Wi-Fi as well. So, yeah. Well, so, it's a win-win, honestly. You it know, is you a win-win. It is a win-win. You, you get the exclusive content. You're going to get a free book out of it. When the movie comes out, you're going to get to see it before anyone else. All my other video projects, you get to see them before anyone else. You know, I'm going to start doing shout-outs to people who become patrons. I already started doing that. Cool. And these upcoming videos that I'm going to be dropping here in the next couple of days. Um, there's a lot more support coming in. And ever since I started the curiosities, have you watched, you've watched some of the curiosities. Yes, right? I've watched some of the curiosities. I am, I am not happy with strike force right now, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's for another, it's for another, uh, you know, and then there was the whole AI and Stephen King thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, a lot of the things that I the subject matter that I talk about on there may not, it may, there's some things that might cater to some people and then I'll try something more towards the middle and then I'll try the other side just to kind of get the, the full spectrum of views because, you know, that's what you got to do. 
Exactly. You know, if, I, if, I, if I try to cater to one specific type of person, you know, get that niche right. demographic. Or the, right. Then I'm, then, I'm, then I'm stuck there. Exactly. And you I know, think and that's... I Go ahead. That that's what people don't understand because a lot of people go, "Well, Queenpin, why did you pivot?" Uh, yeah, because people started asking questions, and I want to answer those questions. So yeah, I get it. You I can't... mean, think about it. Like the, the Rise of King of Silas, when it, in the first couple of seasons, you know, people were were equating that to Trumpism, and I was like, "Dude, there's nothing like a King of Silas is nothing like Trump at yeah. all." Yeah. At all, but you know, people were trying to make that connection to try to like gaslight me or whatever. And I said, <laughs> "Look, the brutality of this story, and then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mince, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. This is a very brutal. There's some things, there's some things about it that are very brutal and very graphic. But right. there are other things very humanistic. There are a lot of things that are funny, right? You know, there's humor in there, and there's, and I think the king sometimes gets silly, not mm. by not because he wants to. It's just the situation." presents itself and he's just he kind of gets goofy at times and then other times he, most of the time he's this monster right you know? right so uh yeah that look we're six seasons in we won a few awards so clearly people like the show it's working <laughs> it is working it is working you know cl- clearly there's people who love the show all over the world not just in america in canada australia and europe even mm-hmm. in africa Wow. So, yeah, so people are literally in Africa, worldwide. Israel. We got people in Israel that listen religiously. We got people in France. We got people in England, South, even Brazil. I was wow. shocked that I, there's a pocket of people that listen in Brazil. That is crazy. So it's really, it's really where I guess expatriates are, or people that are into American politics, or just like fantasy, because really the story is a fantasy. Right. Uh, uh, they just latch on to it. That is super cool. That is super cool. So tell everyone where they can find The Rise of King of Silas, where they can order your book, and where they can join you on Patreon. So the the, the best way, I think, is the one, the one platform that I'm on all the time. I'm on two platforms all the time, and that's X, or formerly known as Twitter, and that's my handle is X. You can, my personal was at J-V-M-Y-K-A, and the, the show is at King of Silas, King A-S-I-L-A-S. Um, that's also my handle on on Instagram, at King of Silas. It's, uh, if you want to check us out on Patreon, it's patreon.com dash on slash King of Silas. And Facebook, also at King of Silas. So um, I'm on a number of other platforms too, but those are the main ones. And on YouTube, it was also youtube.com slash JVMYKA. And I'm, you know, I promise, so coupon queen pain, I'm going to try to get up to the, I've been so busy with all these other projects, but I am going to get, um, get going with uh, getting all the King of Silas episodes on YouTube. Yay. Yeah. So right now I think I have like seasons one and two, I think. So uh, I haven't gotten that far because I make each one, each video unique. I'm yeah. not going to be like those people that put like, they put like one like uh, picture. Oh, and I then can't... that's all you Yeah, no. And you hear it. Like, to me, that's boring. It is very boring. It is very boring. I used to do that in the beginning, but I, I stopped doing that. Um, And 
I, I know, I know for those that are going, well, you know, Queen Pen, we didn't know you had YouTube. Yes, I do have YouTube. Um, I just haven't been as active on YouTube. But um, yeah, I think that is awesome. So for those you know, you will get the info in the show notes below so you won't miss a thing. JV, it has been amazing as always to have you on. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And, and really, once you finish the book, I'd like to I'd like to get some of your feedback. Oh, maybe definitely. You can share, share that. And maybe you can do like a soundbite and I can share that with, with my audience on X and other sure. social media, you know, just to kind of give like uh, a shit, you know, kind of give people uh, just some some words from someone who's actually read the book. Because you're literally like the first personality outside of my little circle that has read the book. Yay! You are literally the first one. So whatever you say, you know, I've sent them out to a couple of people I haven't, I don't even think they've even gotten them yet. Oh, wow. But So you're like the very first person. So Yeah, I you, got it. And I started reading that day. And like I said, I had to pull away to, to do all the family <laughs> stuff. So yeah. You gotta do that at the end of the night. Like when you're ready, you know, when you got some quiet time. Yeah. You know, pages in before you start dozing off and then if you do that every night you'll, you'll be done with it like in a week or two yeah i probably will be done with it in a week or two anyway it just it just wasn't last I'm, I'm look i'm not gonna lie I, i'm the same exact way i literally i cannot sit down and read an entire book in an afternoon like some like some people can do if oh. i write if i read a book i'm gonna read a chapter here and a chapter there you know yeah but you know the one thing I can't tell you maybe it's because I wrote this book but I, you know when I did the final edits and read everything I literally read it like in a few hours but then it's because I already knew like so much about what was it. going on yeah yeah so it wasn't as, as it was me I was just looking for errors or whatever but I know my, my daughter read it and she read it in an afternoon so okay it's just some people can do that I'm not one of them I hear you <laughs> I, I hear you well, Thanks JV, for being a long time to read a book. <laughs> exactly. Well, JV, it's been amazing having you. And thank you. I can't wait to give you feedback. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I'm gonna, like I said, if you can do some audio, I can clip it and put it on social media. That'll be definitely fantastic. will. Definitely will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank your audience for listening. So, guys, let me know what you think. What did you think of the book? Have you bought the book? Oh my goodness. If you haven't, you are missing out. I promise you. All of this information is in the show notes. So of course you won't miss a thing. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And happy shopping.